you're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, probably of my neighbors, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. Uh, some of which I'll take this week since we're continuing to tape the new season of Hashtag Adulting. Um, okay, so today is a solo episode, as in it's just me, solo. I thought I would test this out again and see if you guys like the solo episodes. Let me know what you think in those reviews. Let me know if you want more guests. Let me know um, if you want more of just me. I'm going to give you a little bit of a weekend update from my life because it was wild. And then we'll do some of our regular Monday pop culture dish. So, um, yeah, before we get into all that pop culture dish, I have some dishing of my own life to do. So this weekend got a little uh, messy is probably the best word. I ignored all of my hashtag adulting hangover hacks and had a Saturday that practically felt like a scene out of The Exorcist and I had a lot of uh, regret. Now, now, I don't know if regret is necessarily the best term because um, let, let's just say I'm having a lot of feels about everything today. I don't want to say I necessarily regret the weekend, but I definitely am feeling a little badly about some of the choices I decided to make, mainly because, um, long story short, I ended up having a thing. Uh, with two different guys that I actually ended up going to high school with over the weekend. And I'm not really sure if I'm feeling good about either of them because I don't know if I'm necessarily interested in either of them. Um, It wasn't like a gangbang or a threesome or anything, but I... So there's one guy that was a... um, Oh boy, we're going to get juicy here. So one guy that... So I went to an all-boys private high school and... um, I guess it's fair to say that neither of the two guys that I, you know, saw over the weekend were necessarily out in high school. Um, But one of them was uh, one of the jocks. He was a football player. And we had a very light, brief thing the summer after high school. We kind of, you know, had a little hookup vibe thing that happened. Um, And that was probably about like seven, maybe almost eight years ago now since we kind of did that thing. And we really hadn't talked until recently. And we ended up reconnecting, I want to say like last fall, last winter, last year sometime towards the end of the year, we ended up reconnecting. And by reconnecting, I mean, I got really drunk and text him and we ended up hooking up again, eight or seven at that time, seven years later, which was really kind of interesting and bizarre. And it was kind of like a really awkward thing. It's like when you run into somebody you went to high school with at the, at the market and it's like, Oh, Hey, how have you been? Good. How have you been? But then there's like, you know, a little bit of sex involved. It was kind of like that vibe. Um, so we did our thing last fall, you know, we had our little uh, renaissance and it, it was just that one night and we didn't really talk to each other until over until last week, the other night, he texts me and he's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, and he's like, so I was wondering if you wanted to do that thing that we always do. And I was like, what thing? He's like, you know, the thing we always do. And I was like, OK, let's do that thing. 
Um, but at this point, it was like 10 o'clock at night. It was a total booty call. And I was already home and like in my sweats. And I'm like, mm, no, thank you. Unless you're coming to me, nothing's happening. And he's like, mm, it's a little late and I can't leave my house right now. And so I was like, okay, whatever. So we ended up meeting the next day, which was Friday morning. Um, and I ended up going to his place and we had our awkward small talk and then did our random thing. And I kind of like poached or just like kind of, um, wanted to know, like, is this a thing that he does with other guys? Am I, or is there, you know, other guys that we went to high school with that he does this with? And so apparently I'm like his one go-to, I'm his side chick, which I don't necessarily love, which is also kind of, I have no idea. Like the fact that like, I'm not even attracted to him anymore, but like, there's just something about like the history and the familiarity and like, I don't understand what it is or why we kind of keep connecting because obviously we have two very different lives and I don't even know if we're attracted to each other. I just know I'm not really that physically attracted to him, but we just, we have a thing and it's, it's weird. But anyway, we did our thing and I found out that there aren't any other guys that he's doing this with and um, especially nobody from high school and he's definitely not out because he has girlfriends, but like this is just like a thing he does on the side with just me, which was kind of weird, but like also kind of made me feel kind of special, but like in a fucked up way. So that happened. Then there was another guy that I went to high school with that I, um, I mean, we kind of like have touch base here and there. Sometimes we'll go out for drinks and kind of catch up. But like, I wouldn't say we have like a, a deep friendship or anything, but we just kind of like, we hang out every now and again. We touch base every now and again. Um, and he kept asking me to go out for drinks and asking me to go out for drinks. And he ended up coming out years later. He's actually out and dating guys. Um, and I, I just, I'm not somebody that like goes out on a Friday night. I like to stay home and watch Netflix and maybe have some wine and eat some popcorn and like, you know, get ready. We had a big day of taping for adulting this week. So like there was a lot of work I had to do over the weekend. Um, but he's like, come out, come out, come out. And I was like, mm, I don't know. He kept asking and kept begging. And so finally I was like, fine, I'll go out. And he's like, but we're not going out until like after 10 o'clock. And I was like, after 10 o'clock, I don't, go I'm in bed after 10 o'clock. And he's like, well, nobody goes out at seven. So I was like, you know what? Fine. He's like, I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy you two drinks. I'll buy you three drinks. Like whatever. Like I will buy you all the drinks for the night. Just please go out with me. And I was like, okay, fine. We'll go out. Um, and it, I, I was under the impression this was just like a friend thing. And I think we were both under that same impression that this was just a friend thing. So long story short, I and he was supposed to meet me at my house for a drink first, but he didn't. So I ended up having a drink alone and then meeting him at a bar. We had a drink there. Um, so this at this at the bar, this was two drinks in for me. And then um, he gave me a little more vodka and then we went into the we went to like a club that he really wanted to go to and there he got me another drink and a shot and another drink. And I was just like done with the drinks. Um, long story short, I ended up having probably too, too many drinks and I was just drinking vodka rocks. I really wasn't mixing with anything and I had popcorn for dinner. So my stomach was not about that vibe. I almost like pegged out at McDonald's, um, which I don't do. And I don't think I've had McDonald's in like over a decade anyway. So the night ends with, and this is the same day that I met up with the guy, the, with, with the football player guy from high school. This is the same exact night. It's just later that day at, in, at, at night. And so we then, you know, kind of danced a little bit and, you know, we're kind of, you know, chatting a little bit and he invited another friend to come and hang out that I just met. And then we ended up going outside for like a breather. And then while we're outside, we're standing on the sidewalk and then I don't know what happened, but we just like kissed and I want to say we kissed twice, but I don't fully remember because I had so much to drink that I was just like 
in like a blackout kind of phase, which I have not blacked out since like college. Like I have not been blackout drunk since like high school. I'm not sorry, not high school since I was like 19 in college. And like, it's just not something that I do. It's not really my vibe, but like, I don't know, the drinks just kind of kept flowing in such a short period of time. And I didn't really have food in my stomach. And then like, I don't know why I think I may have kissed him or he, I don't re- really remember who kissed who or how it kind of happened. I want to say that it happened twice, but I really don't remember. And then before I knew it, I was just walking away and getting into an Uber. So I don't necessarily remember what happened that provoked me to leave. I don't know if it was a bad thing. I don't know if it was like me kind of like pumping the brakes and being like, whoa, we should not do this. But like, I also know that I just, I felt really bad about it because I'm I'm not into him. And I know that I'm not into him, but I think there was just like, again, it was the film familiarity of it all. And like the, the, I guess I'm just like at the point where like I'm 26 and I know that I'm like rearing the end of my twenties and I'm soon going to be 30 and I've never been like in a real relationship. And like, I'm at the point where I've, you know, definitely prioritized my career over any personal relationship in my life and like now I'm just like at the point where I feel like oh my god like it's kind of getting to like that that like weird phase that like you've never been in a relationship and so the fact that like I had two of these guys that I had history with and that I knew I wasn't attracted to but yet I still put myself in situations where I was kissing them and and hooking up with them and like it's just, it just got really, really dicey. And so I don't remember what happened once I got into the Uber. I just know I called my friend Sabrina and she said that I was crying on the phone and that I was upset that I kissed him or that we kissed. I don't remember, again, I don't remember if I kissed him or what. Um, but the night ended with a very violent uh sick kind of night I was throwing up a lot all night and it was also kind of sad that like I came home and I was alone and I was by myself and like nursing my own hangover the next day and just like the fact that I was being I just felt lonely and again like it just left me with so many fucked up feelings that like I was like I don't why am I engaging like is it just out of loneliness and if it is just out of loneliness like that's not fair to these guys but then I'm beating myself up over it and so Anyway, I haven't talked to either of them since that Friday or yeah, a couple few days ago now. Haven't talked to either of them. I kind of like took Saturday off because I like needed a real break and I had like a serious hangover. Like legit, the older you get, the worse the hangovers are. Um, And so like I just, I, I threw up like most of Saturday and then by Sunday I was able to like hold down some coconut water and some bone broth and some collagen water and some almond flour crackers. And I realized like how bougie and pretentious that sounds, but that's what I did. Um, And then you know, Sunday wasn't terrible. I still had a little bit of like a headache, I guess, because my sleep patterns were off, but it was just, it was a weekend. It was a vibe. And I guess like, I don't know. I, I guess I, I don't want to say I regret. I mean, I, I wish I hadn't had hooked up or kissed either of them. Um, but have you guys been in any of these, these situations? Have Has there been like a time where just somebody from your past has kind of resurfaced and it's just kind of like you don't know what came over you, but you were just like, I just want to engage in this because it just, it feels so much better than having to meet somebody new and having to get to know somebody new. And But it, it also feels just really fucked up that I, I feel like I, I don't, I don't want to say took advantage of them and whatever their feelings may be, but like... I just, I, I felt like I opened up a Pandora's box that I shouldn't have opened up. And I mean, and I guess the fact that I haven't talked to either of them since then says that like, well, maybe they're just like on the same page where like, we're not willing to move forward with anything. But I, I don't know. Have you guys been in a situation where you've connected with somebody either from high school, from college, or just like an old, an ex or anything and, you know, kind of can relate to this because I'm kind of trying to work through it, but also 
just feeling so like weird and funky. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know how I'm feeling. I just feel like I was like caught up in like a time warp in the past. And now I'm just like, whoa, I want to get back on track and kind of get my shit back together again. Um, but yeah, that was kind of my weekend. I took the weekend off. I wasn't really on Instagram or Instagram stories since Friday. Cause I just like needed a break and like, ugh, it was a, it was a weekend. Um, I will keep you posted if I hear from either of them again, which I probably won't. Um, but yeah, that that was my weekend. I'm still kind of tending to the, the hangover because my hangovers tend to last really long. Um, so I don't recommend like drinking to keep up with anybody else. Like definitely pace yourself because you know your own limits. <sighs> All right. Well, that was my weekend and my life has been, uh, after putting my life fully on display, I just want to let you guys know that I have new merch launching this fall. I have a really cute powered by coffee and dry shampoo phone case and a new tea that says emotionally unavailable because that's totally me right now. Um, and I have a new dad hat that I'm launching too that says hashtag adulting so hard. So those additions uh, will be available in addition to the classic hashtag no filter merch, which is all available at justplainzac.com. So go and shop now. The new merch uh, launches next month in October. So you can stock up on the others, the classic no filter merch and get ready, boo. Got some new, some new merch coming out. Now on to um, some news. So there's a lot that's been happening in the uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills news. Um, I've been really eagerly waiting for Real Housewives of New Jersey to like give us a teaser, a trailer, anything, but apparently that's not coming for a minute. Cause Andy Cohen tweeted the other day that um, he saw a cut of it and it's just, it's not ready to, to be there just yet. So I'm waiting for that because I hear that this new season is actually supposed to be good and I can't wait for the whole Teresa versus Danielle showdown. But back to Beverly Hills. So over the past week, Erica Jane has been in the news about whether or not she's been fired, whether or not she's quit the show. There have been a lot of rumors and speculation, which can now all be put to rest. Apparently, um, there was a post that Bravo put out that announced the two new cast members and they said that the two new cast members would be joining and they listed all of the current housewives except for Erica. And then they ended, and Erica um, commented on the post that someone speculated that she may have been let go or wouldn't be returning for the next season. And she responded to that comment with like laughing emojis and everyone's like, what does that mean? Does that mean she really quit? Does that mean like it's true? Like everyone, there was all this hysteria. Um, long story short, Erica Jane is not leaving the show and she was actually caught in New York and some new photos with the cast members filming the new season so she's not going anywhere so it was probably just like an intern that like fucked up on the Instagram post and was like oops I've got to tag Erica or maybe the intern has been a little shady I don't know probably an accident though but Erica's coming back I was actually kind of a little I don't want to say happy or I just I guess I did I wasn't really bothered if she would have left the show because I feel like for the past two seasons she hasn't really like delivered anything like she has a couple of like style moments but I feel like other than that like we didn't even see her bring her glam squad on all of the trips last season she had a lot of migraines she was just like always in a bad mood it really didn't seem like she wanted to be on the show and I don't understand why she's still on the show if she really doesn't want to be on the show but I mean I'm hoping she gives a little more life to this new season um but on that note 
Speaking of the two new girls, we saw one of them, Garcelle, who was also photographed with them in New York. I don't know how I feel about Garcelle and Sutton being added. I feel like we tried to do this with um, Joyce and Carlton a couple seasons ago. I think it was like season four or five when they brought in the two new girls and like they were supposed to bring new life to the show. And it's just like it didn't it didn't quite work or fit. I hate when they bring in like two new people that we really don't know or don't know if they have real history with the the other cast members. I was personally looking forward to them bringing, bringing back Grant. I promise I haven't even been drinking. I'm still recovering from this fucking hangover. Um, I was really hoping they would bring back Brandy. I really wanted to see Brandy back. She has history and we know she delivers. We don't know Garcelle. We don't know Sutton and we don't know what they can bring. Some people are really excited. I think it's actually nice that they're adding in um, an African-American woman to the Beverly Hills franchise. I think, um, you know, I think diversity is always, is, it's, it's a great thing. And I think more representation, um, especially in this franchise that are in the uh, Beverly Hills franchise, which has been primarily just a lot of white women. I guess they try to add Joyce, but Joyce was just like a limp noodle and Carlton too, but they just, they, they didn't gel and they didn't quite fit. So, I mean, I'm hoping Sutton and Garcelle bring something, but I really wish they would have brought back Brandy. Um, but Brandy is not coming back. She addressed it on her podcast. And Camille is also not coming back, which was another big beef because Camille accused Kyle of being the reason that she wasn't asked back. And then Kyle responded and she's like, nope, I have no say over it. Camille, like, shut up. And then Camille was like, nope, that's not what I heard from the producers. Ooh, boom, tweet sent. I think Camille is like a little, a little off her rocker. And I also don't think it would make sense for them to bring Camille back. As much as I actually like Camille, I just feel like she distanced herself so much from the cast. Like, there was no organic way to fit her back in. Like, she's not friends with any of the current cast members. She made it clear that she doesn't like any of the current cast members. She doesn't like Teddy. She doesn't like Denise. Like, why would they even ask her to come back if there's no... Like, there's just, there's nothing there. She was mean to Dorit. She doesn't really seem to be caring for Kyle anymore. And Kyle seems to be over her. But I just, I don't know. I'm curious to see how the new season goes. I don't know if Kyle can really carry the show as the queen of Beverly Hills. But, I mean, here's to hoping, right? Um, I don't, but what do you guys think? Do you think Kyle had anything to do with Camille? Do you think Kyle is the new queen of Beverly Hills? I don't think she can bring the heat. And that's just me. But while we're on the news of Beverly Hills, Denise Richards is also taking Charlie Sheen back to court. Take me to court. Apparently, he owes her over 400 grand in child support that he hasn't paid, which leads me to believe that he may be hurting for cash, which I mean, I don't know if I necessarily believe that because he has two and a half men, which is still really popular and on the air. And so he has the residual checks coming in from that show. And he's obviously made a lot of money, but we know he's really good at spending money. But like Denise, girl, like you need to, you need to make sure he pays up. I'm here for, I'm here for Denise. I'm glad that she's coming back. I'm hoping that she can really deliver because we saw a lot of moments with her, especially when she was calling out Camille. And I think that she's definitely a great addition to the show. But like, I, I want to see Charlie Sheen dragged into this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills drama, Denise. Like, I know we try to hide all of our lawsuits and, like, legal battles on the show last season and throw all the heat on Vanderpump, but I feel like we need to dive into this now that Dorit's going back to court and her assets are frozen. Like, I don't know. I just, I guess I don't want it to be hidden if it's all in the, in the headlines and in the news. Like, let's, let's bring it to light. But, yeah, Denise... Give me a little more, give me a little more Charlie Sheen drama because I would love, I mean, when you told us about the stripper that was, or the hooker that was brought to Thanksgiving dinner, like that gave me life. 
Okay, on to some other non-Bravo news. Oh, I guess there was a couple of other Bravo mentions. Kristen Doty and Stassi did some interviews over the weekend. None of them really addressed their quote-unquote feud, which has been speculated for a minute. Kristen really talked about her relationship with Lisa Vanderpump um, and how it's just never really been good and they haven't been able to get back on good terms and, you know she doesn't really like Lisa and Lisa doesn't really like her and they have like a hot and cold relationship, whatever. Stassi also said that she stopped working at Sir because of the, uh, the fans, which I would totally understand. Like the fans I would imagine are super intense, not in a bad way, but I just, I imagine while you're working and trying to, you know, do your, your server shift that everyone trying to ask for selfies and wanting to like, have your time and like have conversations with you like it's just a much different environment versus being able to give somebody like one-on-one time like you have so many people and they're like all over you and like that's intense so like I feel you um out of Bravo news though Nicki Minaj has made some headlines for saying that she is retiring and I feel like this is a bit like abrupt and abrasive. Her, she tweeted that she's like retiring from rapping and she's going to sp- focus on time, you know, on her personal life, which like more props to you, girl. But like everybody loves your 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 beats. And what are you going to throw in the towel and give the, the crown to Cardi? Like I love Cardi, but I also love the beef between Nikki and Cardi. And I, I mean, I hate that we're pitting women against each other. But like I also kind of like that the two of them are, I don't know. I feel like they just... They it, it forces them to kind of boss up and like really deliver some bops. I don't know if bops is the right term. I feel like bops is like a thing we use to refer to like Britney Spears music. I feel like if there are any Britney Spears fans listening to this, though, they're probably going to hate me for saying that. But it's true. Um, Nikki also said she's going to address this on Queen Radio, whether or not like she said that she's not fully retiring and she apologized for her tweet. It was again, a little abrasive and a little abrupt, but I mean, Nikki girl, we got to get it together. Like you can't like be sending us Roseanne Barr ambient tweets in the middle of the night saying that like you're leaving and you're quitting the game when like, come on, you are still good. You still have a strong career. Like, you know, nobody wanted Missy Elliott to go away. Nobody wanted, you know, so many of these other women in hip-hop that like have really killed the game even mary j blige i think she's considered hip-hop right love mary j blige but like you know these women some of these other women kind of i don't want to say were forced into retirement but like some of their later singles kind of didn't do as popular as their earlier albums have where i think nikki still has the momentum to really be at the top of her game and i look at let's be real nikki's a great uh, she's a great performer. She's a great artist. I think her her music is, you know, it makes me it makes me twerk up in the clubs and while I'm working out. So I'm like, Nikki, don't go away from me. I'm I still need some Nikki in my life and some Cardi B. I want both of them. I want all of them. I want the whole buffet. Um, other than Nikki, moving over to E, we had Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which came back. Um, and I was a little I don't know how you guys feel, but I was a little disappointed with this. Uh, premiere i didn't watch the full thing but i watched kind of like the recap and the clips i'll watch the full thing to the full episode tonight but i mean i'm kind of bummed to admit that it just i don't really feel like it delivered in the way that keeping up with the kardashians has delivered in the past i feel like dare i say it and i can't believe these words are about to come out of my mouth but i feel like the kardashians are reaching the end of their run the, the end of their reality tv era I think like, you know, flip it like Disick, sure, Revenge Body, sure, like those where we kind of get like bits of the Kardashians, but I think the show revolving around their life, like they're just, their lives are different and it's just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, 
necessarily getting excited to watch it every week anymore. I was also super disappointed with their two-part finale special last season with the whole Tristan reveal. I was like, Chloe, give me some realness. But like you can just tell by all of the different hairstyles. That's how you know. You have to always watch the hairstyles, everybody. Watch the extensions and the roots on their hair. And that's how you know what order scenes have been filmed in. And that's also how you know if things have been retaped after the fact, which I think there was a lot of retaping done after the fact for that finale last season but last season was last season we already talked about that but now we're going to get into this season so this season keeping up the kardashians came back and we saw true's first birthday we saw kim have like a run-in with uh potentially having lupus and rheumatoid arthritis clearly she has a lot of autoimmune conditions going on and like girl i'll get you on a good supplement regimen we'll put we'll put you on a cleaner diet we'll clean up some of those cosmetics and we'll like help you deal with that we'll put some turmeric in your diet kim kardashian we got this we got this we just need to stop with all of like the carcinogenic chemicals that we're putting on our body and like you know just kind of you know redo redo um redo a lot of our, our lifestyle choices kimberly But I was a little disappointed. I feel like it's just, I don't know. I feel like now we're like really reaching for straws with some of these storylines. I did feel bad for Chloe at the birthday party. I loved the juicy spill about Tristan trying to kiss her, which was kind of nice and fun. But I don't know. I just need the Kardashians to really kind of step it up again. Like give me more sister drama. Give me more like real genuine like tiffs and like behind the scenes stuff like marriage drama like just something that kind of gives us a peek into your lives i think chloe's definitely the most open and vulnerable um courtney i think could be a little more vulnerable like the older days when we really got to see the ins and outs of her relationship with scott and like how difficult and challenging that was for her to like stay with him or leave him like i just feel like they're starting to hold back on some of their lives that like why are we doing the show if it if not to just like promote our businesses like at least when they were promoting their businesses in the past, we also got to see some of like the beef, the meat. Trim the fat, give me more meat, girls. Give me more meat. Um, also, I just want to say if you guys haven't done so already, already, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever else you're listening to, wherever else you're listening to my sexy radio voice. Um, since I don't have a guest with me today, I guess I'm going to pick my favorite emoji and I'm going to pick, because we're talking about the Kardashians um, and needing to spice up the Kardashians' life and because I had a really juicy weekend, why don't you leave the peach emoji, which you know resembles a bootay. So I, yeah, let's, if you're listening to this week's episode and you're feeling it, then please leave me a review on iTunes with the peach emoji. I wish it were like the Kim emoji that has like the, the cream on it, but it doesn't, which actually kind of sounds gross. Um, but yeah, if you're listening to this and you're liking this episode, leave a peach emoji and let me know that you're, you're loving this. I wish we would have talked about Real Housewives of Atlanta because that would really bring it all full circle, but we just talked a lot about Beverly Hills. Um, yeah, so I think that's the, the end of this week's episode. Well, I guess there was also a little more tea. So there was somebody, oh, damn, I don't know if I want to get into this. So there was somebody that listens to this show and, um, messages me on Instagram quite often that sent me a little bit of tea over the, I guess it wasn't over the weekend. I want to say it was last week um, where, okay, so everybody remembers all of the Archie drama. Um, You can listen to Archie's episode on, uh, he's been on the show twice now. He did an episode where we did a pop culture breakdown and he did an episode where we um, discussed his rejection from me. 
So over the past week, somebody reached out and told me about another podcast that Archie had done with somebody else that's also an entertainment host in um, in this you know, in the the pop culture entertainment hosting world that invited Archie onto his podcast. And this is somebody that I, I don't know if I, I feel like it's somebody that I've been friendly with, but I didn't necessarily expect this person to invite Archie onto a show, especially considering the history that I've shared with, you know, Archie and I. And there are some details that I have not shared on the show and that I didn't share in my conversations with Archie when he was on the show. Um, let's just say there were a few details that I, you know, filtered for for Archie's sake that I definitely shared with some of, you know, my friends or people that were close to this situation. So I didn't, so I kind of felt a weird vibe when I saw this person invite Archie onto their podcast and then like kind of flirt with Archie at the same time. It just kind of felt a little messy. Um, and I don't know how I feel about it. Like if you have somebody that, you know, you're friendly with that, you know, you've considered to maybe be like a work friend that, um, you've talked to about a certain situation. Like for me, I guess it would be equivalent to what I would consider like girl code where like if there's a certain guy that's kind of, you know, in the network that seems to be a bit of a player or that has done somebody wrong, somebody that you happen to be close with, like is it appropriate to like invite them on your podcast and like be super flirty with them? Like, I guess it just kind of made me feel like weird. Like, and I'm never the type of person that's like, you need to take sides and you need to pick my side. If you're my friend, like, I'm just, I'm not that person. Like, I don't give a shit if you pick my side or their side, but like you either pick a side or you stay neutral, but you don't play both sides, which is kind of what it felt like. Cause like we've had conversations about Archie and we've had conversations about how like we didn't agree with how he handled the situation with me and like how he kind of did you know play me a bit um so it was just kind of interesting to see it kind of play out and so I don't I don't know how I feel like should I not like let this person be in my life anymore like is it too cold to cut this person out should I give him the benefit of the doubt like I don't necessarily know how to handle the situation but I just know I'm definitely going to be keeping my distance because I just, it just rubbed me the wrong way, especially since I didn't even hear about it from him directly that he had Archie on his show. I had to hear about it from somebody else that, um, you know, listens to all of our podcasts is like, oh my God, did you see this? And I was like, what? And they sent me the link and then I watched it and I was like, oh, well, this is a vibe. So I don't know. Do I keep this person in my life? Do I kind of cut ties? I've definitely cut ties with Archie. If I see Archie like out of, event or something I'm not gonna like be a dick and ignore him but like I've just there's some people you know to just kind of keep your distance and like not engage and I think um you know I don't know what the future holds for me and Archie but we shall see and on that note that is the end of this week's uh or this Monday's episode of hashtag new filter with Zach Peter so thank you guys for listening and get ready because we have a new new unfiltered interview which is coming out this wednesday with Alique. she is the founder of bev rose which is a really fucking delicious rose and i want to say that i'm not paid to say that i just love what the brand is about and i love her story so she's gonna be on the show this wednesday and i'm gonna be picking her brain about how to launch a business and you know why she bet she literally cashed out her 401k spent it all on her her rosé company and now she's like killing it and her bev rosé is fucking delicious it's like canned and it's like fizzy and it's so yummy and i'm legit not paid to say that but i think it's delicious and i want to support a league so get ready because we have a very fun episode that's coming this wednesday
Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Um, I threw a lot out there in this week's episode, so please let me know what you think, what you think about the guys from high school, what you think about this friend that invited Archie on his podcast, what you think about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills dish, what you think about the Kardashians. Are they done? Are they over? You can always tweet me or slide into my DMs at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on all of them. Probably not so much Facebook, but definitely Instagram and definitely uh, Twitter. So tweet me at Just Plain Zach, slide into my DMs, leave a comment on my latest post on Instagram, and stay tuned because there's going to be a lot of behind-the-scenes tapings from hashtag no... uh, hashtag adulting this week now that the show is back last season we had on bonnie hari and sean johnson and andrew east nikki and i did an episode on consciously uncoupling because we technically broke up on the show but you have to listen to it to find out what that actually means and then this week on the show we have the foster sisters who i fucking love i love their show barely famous sarah and aaron foster are on hashtag adulting this week comes out this tuesday and again i have a leaks of bev rose coming on hashtag no filter this wednesday and then some fun, some even funner guests that are coming soon. So, bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.